What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey. Hey. What'd you think? About what? Did, did you get my text? Oh. Welcome to another episode of Did You Get My Text? I am your co-host, Pat Oswalt. And I am your other co-host, <laughs> Meredith Salinger. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's just how I feel right now. Isn't other co-host redundant? Well, why do you have to say co-host? Why can't you just say I am your host? It feels like I'm like, I'm pushing you out if I say I'm your host. I'm Maybe you cannot push me out. I, I will, and even if you did push me out, I'd push myself right back in because that's just the kind of person I am. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! Hi everyone! Hi guys! Today on Did You Get My Text, we are talking about distracting billboards, breakfast burritos. Oh wait, wait, and super boobs. <laughs> oh right, that too. Thanks for joining our first bi-coastal episode. Yes, we of... are New York and LA right now. Yes, not except I, except that sounds really. Like very cool, like New it's, York and LA, but it's not because you're actually not like in the cool part. You're in Syracuse. I mean, and by the way, I'm not even in Syracuse. I'm in Liverpool, which is a suburb of Syracuse. I'm I'm like in the suburbs of downtown Syracuse. So I'm two steps removed from anything cool. Although I will say, uh, this is a very very pleasant area that I'm in while I'm working. It's kind of nice actually. So I'm digging. Yeah, it. and. Weren't you just in an abandoned mall the other day? Weren't yes. you just like roaming like a zombie style through an abandoned mall? I'm working on a project out here that I don't want to talk about yet, but a lot of the crew are locals who were born and raised and grew up here. They're all very nice, but we were filming in a place called the Shoppington Mall. Shopping Town Mall? Shopping Town Mall, which for all these people that are now like my age are in their 40s and 50s, but they were walking through it saying, this is where I spent my teen years. That used to be the Gap. That used to be the Orange Julius. All the stores, all the logos and everything have been taken off of them. But so it's that, imagine wherever your mall hang was, imagine it being stripped bare and empty, but you're walking around, you can still see and remember the sounds and, and whatever it was that you were doing when you were uh, growing up there. It, it, was a very, it was a very surreal experience in that secondhand through these crew members looking at this abandoned mall they were walking through. <laughs> Basically, uh, it was like if a John, if a John Hughes movie was was directed by I Igmar Bergman. It, it was it was that the whole it we're in this 80s setting, but it's been stripped down um, Sam Beckett style. And everyone was just sort of saying, that's where I that's where I made out with this one. It was it was very, very weird in the morning as we're setting up watching everybody going through their uh, memories. But also kind of beautiful. Yeah. What I yeah. was going to um, point out is that you're you're in New York and have been for like how long now? A week. I got here. Um, yeah, I I have been okay. here. One well, from recording today, I've been here one week and three days. Okay. I have to say, haven't noticed that you're gone at all. <laughs> that's, first, that's a lie. You have noticed. Well, um, obviously, I've noticed that you're gone. But my point is. 
the the amount of interaction you and I have is still the same, oh, and we still text each other. That has that not has affected not your lifestyle at all. No, that's true. No. Yeah. So whether you are in like Africa or downstairs in your office, we speak to each other <laughs> as much as we normally do. The only thing that sucks is I'm three hours ahead, and because I'm in my fifties now, I feel the time change. So there's times when we're talking and it's eight o'clock and you're fired up and you want to talk. And I'm like, it's 11. I have to go to bed also because I have early call times and everything. But, but there is that, Oh, if I were oh, younger, my life is so busy. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, Look I'm at just me. saying <laughs> if I was younger, I'd be like, yeah, let's stay up talking until one o'clock and then I'll get a few hours sleep and be on set at six. But now I'm like, oh, I actually need to be in bed with my eyes closed or it's going to be a nightmare tomorrow. Actually, it's not if you were younger because we started, we met each other when we were both super old. Yeah. And when we, when you first fall in love with someone, you actually kind of want to stay up talking to them all night long. Mm-hmm. But now you literally don't care about me. Okay, that's not true. It's <laughs> This is more about commerce and art. I want to do a saying. good job while I'm here. So it has nothing to do with, oh, the bloom is off the rose with Meredith. It's, I if I'm going to be you know, run and gunning this this project. I gotta. I need my eight hours. Is the bloom still it, on the rose? It's very much still on the rose. The bloom. The bloom is still bursting out of the whatever the thing that that surrounds the bloom is. The little green part. I don't know uh, floral terms, but that <laughs> kind of thing. Stamen, <laughs> okay, pistol, good. something. I don't know. Yeah. So well, um, what? Let's talk about all the things that we haven't been able to talk about because we never get to talk to each other. That is true. And now we really don't get to talk to each other. So let's let's catch up 10 days. You're like, now we really don't get to talk to each other. We literally are talking more than we probably ever do. We so. probably are. It's so sad. <laughs> do you want to go first or should I? You go first. Well, whenever I go to a, a new um, and I've been I've been I've been putting these on the, my little notes on my phone. I was going to text you a whole list. Um, whenever I go to a new city. There's always local cuisine that the locals want you to try. So, for instance, if you go to Pittsburgh, whenever you go to a new city, like, oh, if you're in Pittsburgh, you can't leave Pittsburgh without having a Pramonti Brothers sandwich. Every place has their own little thing. And Syracuse is no different. What do they have? (laughs) Well, the two things that I'm supposed to get while I'm here, I haven't gotten them yet, are salt potatoes, which I can't figure out what those are. Is that supposed to be a type of It's potatoes with salt. I, but I think it's something else. I don't, I don't know. And then another thing called chicken riggies. Uh, chicken What's riggies, that? it is a rigatoni with chicken and parmesan. And it is apparently a local delicacy. I think it's almost like a baked macaroni. Di- I'm not sure, but I'm going to. But is that is that like a thing in Syracuse? Like, or is it just one restaurant sells that? No, it's a whole thing. It's like a, it's a, it's a slang term. And there's also a type of hot dog out here and it has a specific name like you know how in la we have dodger dogs um yeah th- and like pink's a, hot dogs and tail of yes. a pop hot dogs this place yeah. has a blanks hot dog there's a place called hides h-e-i-d and there's a hot dog stand outside and i and i know it must be good because every every afternoon when i would drive by there the line like circles around the parking lot three times so i'm going to eventually wow. have to go get a hides hot dog there's also a place called Ma and Pa Kettles Corn, where they have 50 different flavors of popcorn. But do um, you always do end up getting that? Maybe I just get this, but it's that that in my head checklist of I can't leave this city without trying all the local, whatever the local things are I'm supposed to try. Oh, and there's a well, place called Dinosaur Barbecue that everyone has said I must 
uh, visit and eat at. I would imagine that every place has its thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I think people come to Los Angeles and they want Pink's hot dogs. I don't know. It's like a thing. It's like a Hollywood thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. And there's all these. I would love to know. I would love people to email us from wherever they're from and just tell us what the thing is in their place. And maybe it's just that, like, I remember I was in um, um, New Orleans Mm -hmm. and during Jazz Fest. Right. And this, you can only get crawfish bread at the Jazz Fest. You can't get oh. it anywhere else. And it's like the most amazing thing in the world. And I've only ever had it once. And I really, really, really want it. Or, but you can only go to Jazz Fest. Or you what, can only what, get it. what the locals will tell you is, oh, no, you can get crawfish bread other places, but it sucks. This is the no. only place you get the good stuff. Yeah, but I think it's actually, that's the only place you can get it. Also, I've, I've been places that have local brands where it's just a, it's a brand of thing, um, either an ice cream or whatever or a soda, but it's only in that area. And that's another thing that you have to like. I remember when I was in this, I would visit the Southwest when I was a kid. There was a local soda called Rondo that I loved, which was just cheap 7-Up. But it was this, they made it there and you had got to have Rondo when you're there. When I was a little girl, mm-hmm. we used to, there was this soda and it was called Aspen Soda and it was apple flavored soda. It was so delicious and wow. I loved it so much. And then they stopped making it. And I hate when they stop making things because in the 70s, there was also something called food sticks that it was by Pillsbury and they came in like this brown paper wrapper uh-huh. and they said it was like for space, whatever it was. I remember those. Yes. But they had, they look like a long skinny Tootsie Roll, but it yes. doesn't have the consistency of a Tootsie Roll. It has like, anyway, it was the best thing ever. And I hate when people discontinue things and then you want to like bring it back, but bring it back with the same recipe. Don't change it. Just like the same yeah. thing, please. Although keep in mind, a lot of the stuff, if you want to bring back the same recipe from the seventies, it's probably full of every harmful chemical. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I want it to taste exactly the same. I know exactly what those things were, those food sticks. And they were like, it was like a softer Tootsie Roll, but they weren't brown. And they called them like astronaut No, no there were two. Some... There were two. There was one that was brown. That's mm-hmm. the, the chocolate one. Yeah. And then there was one that was kind of tan. I and... like the tan ones. And they had a very specific taste. I know exactly. Yeah. I can I can taste it in my mouth right now. I know exactly what that taste was. Oh, my And the my worst God. part is... You know how whenever I see something, I want it so bad. Like I want that, <laughs> but I can't get you can't it because have it, it doesn't. No. Yeah. So there goes my desire to be mentioning a food and not being able to get it. Well, you know what? Again, that we are now we live in an age of miracle and wonders, and uh, with Etsy and other websites, God knows there are people that that are probably hoarded some of this stuff, and they will be able to because <laughs> there okay, there's a there's a missing food. Um, another one, you know, um. Uh, Chex Mix, that's the the whole, you know, yeah. Chex Mix thing. Well, the original Chex Mix was called Doodads, and it was a snack in the 70s. It had um, the, the Chex things, little pretzel sticks, peanuts, and those little, like, cheddar. It was like, it was like Cheez-Its, but they were shaped oblong. It was called Doodads. Mm-hmm. It was all in lowercase letter, Doodads, so that if you turned it upside down, it said Spap-oop, as um, uh, Rich Hall pointed out. It was so much better than Chex Mix doodads. What do you Rich and Hall pointed out? Rich Hall, the comedian, he was like, doodads, and he, he turned the box. I remember him doing this on TV. He, like, turned the box upside down, and it just said spap-oop. Because was it, it was, like, a bit that he did? It was, like, one of many bits he did where he was just looking at products and stuff. 
But what I'm saying is the taste, what, and I'm sure it was all MSG and chemicals and high sodium, but my God, it was so good. It was called Doodads, and I loved it. <laughs> and then they, I wish- Chex Mix came and chased it off the face of the earth. You know that movie, The Purge, where like there's that one day you can commit crime or whatever? I wish there was like a day when all of the companies that discontinued those things that are terrible for you mm-hmm. would just re- do like a big release, like one month release of the thing, like the whatever the item was that was, you know what I mean? I just want the things that I want. There was a graphic novel <laughs> I read last year that a friend of mine is actually developing now for a show. It's called Second Coming, and it's about... Jesus returns to earth, but God feels bad about how he was treated the first time. And he's like, I'm going to have you team up with a superhero to teach you how to really give some pizzazz. But there's a scene where Jesus and the superhero go up to heaven. And in heaven, there's a food court. And the food court is all of the discontinued restaurants that no See? longer exist. So it's there's Burger Chef and Kenny Rogers Roasters. And, like all, and I was just like... Oh my God, the mashed potatoes at Kenny Rogers Roasters, that's in heaven somewhere. Like the idea of a food court full of all the discontinued foods. Mm. I'm sorry, I tuned out. Did you say Jesus and a superhero are in a movie together? My wife likes pot. My wife likes pot. Speaking of discontinued foods and weird um, things, uh, General Mills is putting out a thing in the fall for Halloween. It's called the Monster Mash. Did I, I think I sent this to you. I know I sent you this picture. What? It's, it is a, I don't know, this, this sounds, I was excited, but it also sounds horrible. It is, um, you know, Frankenberry, uh, Count Chocula, Count Chocula and, and Blueberry. Blueberry. Yeah. They are combining them all together in one cereal. Mm. But they are also adding, there were two variations. I don't know if you remember this when you were growing up. There was Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry. There was also, if you were on the, uh, I think it was on the West Coast, There was it was called Fruit Brute, which is like a werewolf, this multicolored werewolf. But on the East Coast, it was called Yummy Mummy. Same thing, multicolored oh. fruit cereal. So it was one of the monsters. And they're going to combine all five of them. The problem is you can mix fruits like Booberry and fruity, whatever you just said. Yep. But you can't put chocolate with those exactly, things, Exactly. That's the problem. That's where I'm like, mm, nope. I think Booberry that's one. Booberry and, no. Booberry and, and Frankenberry together, that's great. Yummy. And then you add yummy mummy and, and fruit brute, more fruit. And then Count Chocula. I think the chocolate's going to make it weird. I since, just feel like it's going to make it weird. Hey, babe, since mm-hmm. all these foods you're mentioning, I can't actually get, I'm going to need to change the subject because I'm starting oh. to get mad that I can't have these things. So let's take a break and we will be right back with um, a better, less stressful temptation. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Hi, guys. Welcome back. I, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It's really nice of you. <laughs> Wait, I wanted to talk to you about something. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So the other day, I stopped on Sunset Boulevard. And okay. I I stopped because I was driving by this building on Sunset Boulevard that was completely lit up, totally mm-hmm. distracting. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, <laughs> it, was a po- it was a lit 
like TV poster that took over the entire building of mm-hmm. your new show, Modoc, which is um, you're like a superhero villain from Marvel or something. Super like that. villain. You're a super Not a villain. superhero villain. Just well, flat out super villain. Yeah, but here's what I wanted to talk about. So I sent you. Okay. So I so it happens to be across the street from uh, the comedy store. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, I gotta stop for a second. So I stopped. I filmed the comedy store thing, and then I saw your name on the comedy store, and then panned over to the building. Now, mm-hmm. here's what I wanted to talk about. That's very exciting. Like just personally, yay, you're in the whatever. Oh yeah, oh my god. That's yeah. exciting, but. It is so dangerous driving on Sunset Boulevard with all the distractions. And I would imagine in Times Square as well, it's not just like one billboard that you can just look up at and be like, oh, there's something interesting. It's actually like, hey, driver, look here. This is cool. Hey, driver, look over here. How is anybody not going to get in an accident with that thing? You know, I think that one of the things that they do on Sunset Boulevard is they try to, if, if you notice how it's angled, those billboards are more are more for you to look at and consider from far away as you're approaching them. They yeah, don't but that's try not to what happens. Look. Yeah, exactly. With the Modoc thing, though, it's a video screen. So you yeah. suddenly, and it cycles through. So some of the videos are very static and quiet, but the Modoc one is so busy Wait, and loud all, and bright. Were you happy that I sent that to you? I was beyond, I mean. Did you, did you have pride in yourself that like, oh, look. <laughs> I've got well, two I remember sides of the street. <laughs> we, I was talking to the production team, and that where where that Modoc is, it, it's called the Pendry, and that is apparently prime real estate for dying on Sunset, on Sunset Boulevard. For also dying, but for for getting a billboard because it's a it's a video billboard. So when I was talking to them, and they, and I was like, so what kind of promo they're doing? Well, they're putting here, they're putting, they're going to put one at um, Olympic, and you know. But then they went, and we got the Pendry. Like, apparently that's a slang term within the biz for when you get the really good real estate is we got the Pendry. The really good real estate is where there's traffic and lots of people see it. (laughs) And lots of people people. can die. I mean, it's so... I don't understand. We're putting people's lives at stake. Yeah, I don't get how the city planning works with allowing this kind of thing. Like, if I were the city planner... I would not. Right, allow, right. But I'm a very overprotective mother, and I'm feeling like, don't, you know, I tell everybody what to do all the time. I'm very bossy. I mean, I feel with, I feel with Times Square, nobody drives quickly through Times Square. It's and just I a guess crawl. The, so, right, and also, it's mostly the cab drivers, and they've seen all these things anyway, so they don't they care. They don't care. Yeah, they don't they're, give they're, a they're shit. They're not going to cause any accidents. <laughs> they're, they're the honey badger. I don't give a shit. <laughs> do you know that? Cab, New York cab driver don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but but yeah, on Sunset and and like, I, I will say whoever does the Sunset billboards and advertising, man, they keep current. Like the, that that strip changes almost weekly. Like I think you only get it for a very short amount of time. But then the further and further away you get from Sunset, I love being like way south on like Washington or Venice, and you'll pass a bus stop and there's like a faded poster like a movie from the mid 90s that no one bothered to take down they just forgot about it so there's like the last poster for fled is still up at a bus stop somewhere oh, look so, at you know so, uh look at uh stephen baldwin's uh faded face so the there. other day wow. i'm i'm driving and alice goes distracted driving is 
Dana, whatever. She pointed to a post. She's pointing to something. I'm like, what are right, you pointing? Right. And she's reading it to me from the back seat. She's like, Mom, look, it says distracted driving. And I'm like, where? Where? She's <laughs> telling me. And she's pointing to this poster. And I'm like, that alone is distracting. Right. Exactly. It's yeah. so like don't. telling someone not to look. Don't look here because you're going to get in a car accident. If you put something there, someone's going to look. Right. They know that. Nor that should be. That that sign should be at like gas stations as you're leaving when you're all fueled up, right, and ready to go. But not I agree yeah, especially not where people are driving. And, and Sunset Boulevard, it's it's fraught enough because there's a lot of tourists driving on it that are like, "Ooh, is that the like?" There's it's like you know, like when you walk down Hollywood Boulevard and people are constantly stopping because they want to look at the stars yeah. on the sidewalk, and you're bumping into people. Which yeah, same I thing. I get it. It's a tour, but so, but on Sunset, it's even worse because it's people in automobiles. Right. Well, I I am um, guilty of being the person who stops and and like I'm so it's terrible because I actually get out my phone because when I saw the Modoc thing I was like oh I got to record that for Patton he's in New York and I'll text mm-hmm. it to him so I'm like slowing down and I'm like shit I got to get to video and I'm doing the whole thing and I'm trying to f- <laughs> and then I'm I I only got a part of it and oh and then I'm like oh there's my friend up on that billboard loving pets like so I'm trying to you know. Because I have yeah. friends and I think it's exciting. And I'm like, look, and I saw you. I'm proud of you. Then. Yeah. There's your billboard. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm proud of you. Thank you, baby. Well, speaking of Modoc, that's coming out when? Well, you know what? If you're listening now, it's streaming now. You can go to Hulu. All the episodes are streaming. Um, we have an amazing voice cast with some pretty fantastic guests, including a certain podcast co-host who is amazing in a episode that I will let you discover her in. Is it Meredith Salter that you're it's talking about? It's Meredith Salter. Oh, she's amazing. I love her. She's one yeah, of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. So she, she pops up in one, and it's really, really funny. Actually, she pops up in two. It's only two? two? Only two, baby. I know the producer of that show. You feel like I get a bigger role. <laughs> yeah, but there's you know, there's being friends with, and then there's sleeping with. You got you to sleep with that dude, man. Oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'll send you off um, to Syracuse so I don't have to do Just kidding. Exactly. Um, let's take a break and we'll come right back. Hey, uh, welcome back. Meredith, I texted you a picture today. What? I, did I look? Uh, I hope you did. I'm looking right now. Well. It was cryptic. I didn't even put a caption under it. I was just on, so happy. On. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yes. Thing oh, I haven't wait, done in a while. Wait, wait. You actually texted me a few things, and I wanted to talk to you about one of them. So talk mm-hmm. about yours first, and then I want to talk to you about this other one. See, but see if you can guess what the one I'm about to talk about is. Well, there's one of you smiling big and having lines of something, but I didn't. Read no, no, no. And we can't talk about that anyway. Okay, fine. Oh, and the other one is a picture of your friend Dana Gold naked. Nope. No, <laughs> he's not. A little naked. further back. He's oh, not further naked. back. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's not naked, by the way, to the people listening. No. It's just a dad mm-hmm. bod photo. Okay. Um, um, further back, Alice, a picture of Alice in front of your grandparents' house. And your, I mean, your parents' house. Oh, my God. Did I not send this? Well, anyway. What did you send? I did something this morning that I have not done in more than a year. What? I went and had breakfast in oh, yeah, a I see diner. That. Yes. Right, that's the one. Okay. Well, I didn't know that's what you were going to talk about. And it was. A poached egg and dry toast is what I see. And some bacon. And some bake <gasps> and off screen. I know, and off screen, uh, some some black tea. I uh, have not just sat down in a diner with um, 
just food in front of me and time to just sit and look around and half listen to all the conversations around me. And it, I know that it's it, it's a big deal for me. And maybe I'm making too big of a deal for this, but that was one of my abiding pleasures in life. And I could never describe why it was such an abiding pleasure. But I read an interview with David Lynch and he said, writing in a diner is the best thing ever because you can go to the darkest place imaginable in your head whenever you want to. And then when you come back, you're sitting in a diner with a cup of coffee in front of you and some nice food. So it's this, (laughs) and, and ever since I read that quote, I'm like, I want it to be safe enough to go into a diner again. And to this morning, I, it's like it's Sunday morning, God damn it. I went to Carl's Country Kitchen here in Syracuse, mm. a delightful little joint. Do they have grits? Um, they have grits. Did they really have uh, grits? I thought that was really only in grits. the South. No, 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 they have grits. Um, and uh, just got eggs and bacon and toast and tea and sat there with, had a couple blank pieces of paper. I had a couple articles I wanted to read. I didn't really have any uh agenda i just sat and waited to see i feel like the muses hover over diners more than any other place i feel like the best muses are always hovering over diners and that's where you should sit to catch them yeah like in denny's yes. <laughs> like you're, you have a I bit about denny's a, yeah oh my god i and i found an amazing muse uh sitting in that denny's i think denny's has incredible creative muses circling over it like in other words in night in like loud nightclubs or really trendy loud eateries like a Chipotle, the muses are like, ugh. But a, a place like a Denny's or just a local diner where there's conversation, but it's muted and everyone, that's where the muses are like, okay, I want to wait to see someone sitting down with some blank paper. I'm going to jump on them and give them some ideas. So that's did where you, you go to catch your muse. Did you actually um, write anything on your blank pages? I did write a few things on my blank pages. Some some beginnings of ideas, a couple of... Uh, and one really, really cool thing that I sent to a collaborator when he's like, oh, I think you may have broken the story with that. It, it was just, and it was just a random out of context I, line that came into my head that I put down and then I texted it to him after I wrote it down and I was very, very happy. So um, Diner Muses, Denny's Muses, I'm back. I'll see you in the mornings. I'll be there with my pen and paper. I'm ready. My, I know we haven't talked in a year. I'm ready, Diner Muses. I'm ready. Uh, oh, you're talking to your muses. I'm talking. Well, I also got a little jealous because the other day you um, first FaceTimed me and then sent me pictures of you and Alice going to Jinkies uh, in our neighborhood, which is another oh my amazing God. breakfast <laughs> spot. God so, damn it. You said Jinkies, and I was like, it's called Jankies, but, but it's actually no, called it Jinkies. <laughs> Why would they call it Jankies? Oh, my God. No, I know it's not called Jankies. But. We went and got breakfast at Sketchy's. Uh, it was at pretty Shitties. good. Meet me at Shitty's downtown. Meet me at Shitty's. There was only um, now with less stabbings. It's pretty good. <laughs> What did you guys eat? What did what did you and Alice get at Jinkies? Did you get like a breakfast or what did you get? Okay, well, Alice oh, actually, boy. no, no, no. Well, she actually ordered, you know, the kids breakfast thing. It's like a kids breakfast thing where it's like one pancake, one egg and one strip of bacon. That's what oh. she got. But then she said to the guy, um, could I have two eggs? Like she kind of like, can I? So anyway, he brought her two eggs. And oh. of course, she doesn't use the side of her fork to make a smaller bite, she just put her fork in. It was this huge, like the scrambled eggs were kind of like held together. And she took a tiny little bite off the edge of it and the rest fell on the floor. (laughs) 
And I looked at her. I'm like, Alice, this is why you are supposed to have better table manners and take a smaller bite. And then I got, you know what I got? And you're going to be super jealous. Oh, no. Well, I got a breakfast sandwich. You know, like. damn it. Already. Wait, wait, wait. I was telling Alice about Mm -hmm. normally when you're an actor and you're on set. And you have to get there super early because you have to like go th- get wardrobe and hair and makeup and all this stuff. And so you get there really early. So you don't have time to like make breakfast. They bring you breakfast. Because, right. Right. This yeah. is in the before times of coronavirus. They'd actually bring you, um, there, there'd be a food truck and you could get breakfast and they'd always give you a breakfast burrito or a breakfast mm. sandwich. And mm-hmm. you never have those kinds of things at home. Like that is no. a special no. thing that you get only on set. I guess you can go somewhere and order a breakfast burrito, I suppose. But I never heard of it. And when I was a little girl, <laughs> and they were like, do you want a breakfast burrito? And I was like, what is that? And then they brought it to me. And I was like, oh, this is my yeah, favorite thing in the whole world. the best. Anyway, so it made me think of being on set. And then you told me that they don't do that on set anymore because No, they do not. Nope, that's gone. So, so and I was that taking probably very... won't come back. Well, I think it'll come back. People are hungry and they want the breakfast burrito. <laughs> what did you put in your burrito? What kind of breakfast burrito did you get? No, I got a breakfast sandwich. Oh, I didn't but get the burrito. What was on the sandwich? You know, what the typical get, thing. But the thing you always get, which is scrambled eggs with bacon, yeah. a little uh-huh. bit of cheese, and a tomato. Uh-huh. Oh, it was really good. God. Our podcast is really food food centric. It is kind of food centric, but it's, it's all kinda- all it is is like. Comfort and depression food. We're not on here <laughs> talking about, well, I got the chef's menu at Schwa one night. You know, this is more about sometimes I just like to make egg noodles and put butter on them and I eat them, like, which also is has value. But I did a I did a movie with a mostly British cast one time. Um, what movie? It was in LA, uh, Calendar Girls. Ooh, what was a, that? Were there naked uh, girls in it? Sounds like there, there were. There were naked, a lot of naked girls. All um, It was based on a real thing where these... It starred Helen Mirren. <gasps> you were in a movie was, with Helen Mirren? Hell yeah. And, Dude. Um, and I got manhandled by her, which was <gasps> but, um Oh my God, I love her. Yeah, she rules. And But it was, for some reason, this was like in the late 90s, this British crew had, I guess, they had never encountered breakfast burritos before. And these actresses, all these actresses were like, it's bloody brilliant. It's everything that you would have on a plate they wrap it in this tortilla or tortilla or something, and you just walk around with it. This is so, like it was. It was like watching the apes at the beginning of two thousand one, like touching the monolith. Just ah! <laughs> you know, they couldn't believe it. But it, but also it like it confirmed because I love breakfast burritos so much, and it just confirmed how absolutely wonderful and transcendent a breakfast burrito is to watch somebody, especially someone as wise uh, as Helen Mirren, encounter it and be awed was a really beautiful thing. Like, it was so gorgeous. This is so what I'm gorgeous. saying. It's something that puts you in awe. Yes. Who has breakfast burritos in their own home? No. No, it has to be made for you by someone. Like, yeah. there's so... Because then it's like opening, like a, like, a surprise, like a gift. Like, I don't know what they put in here. This could be anything. And then... But if you know what's gone into it, that's part of the fun... Part of the fun gets taken away. If you got to make it, you go get it somewhere. Apparently, everything tastes better for you when someone else makes it. That is true. Especially when I, I make that, it, <laughs> because when I met um, when I met Helen Mirren, um, I said you were the first R-rated film that I ever saw, Excalibur. What? My dad took me to see Excalibur when I was eleven, and then she went, "Oh, lovely! Did you enjoy my breasts?" And I went, "I 
did. So Ooh. then she laughed. So that you got to see nice. her breasts. You've never seen Excalibur? No. Oh my God. Oh, it's the best. And that's like Helen Mirren plays Morgan Le Fay and she's this evil witch <gasps> and she's Morgan Le Fay. Oh God, she's amazing. Wait a minute. I got my dress, or what, my wedding dress from a store called Morgan Le Fay. Wait, was it called Morgan Le Fay? I don't know. I could be wrong. I think it Morgan was. Le Fray, Morgan Le Fay is an evil enchantress in the Arthurian legends. Hmm. They swap her out with Nimue in the Excalibur for the person that betrays <gasps> oh my Merlin. Gosh. Patton. What? I got my wedding dress at a store called Morgan Le Fay. You went to a store named after a like a, an evil druidess, basically. I don't, I guess. That's where I got my wow. wedding dress. That's, that is a, that's nerd points for me. My wedding dress story is a very <laughs> funny story. Tell it. <laughs> Do you want to know? I don't know if I, have I heard it? I don't know if you've heard it, but, um, you I know asked, part of your wedding dress story because I was there to witness it. When the, when the rigging, when the rigging collapsed, basically. Oh dear went, God, I that's go not what I, thing. okay, you can tell people that story, but I'm going right. to tell the beginning of the story, which okay. is, um, you asked me to marry you and, and then it was like, all right, we're getting married in two months. And I was like, holy shit, this is too fast. What, how, why? And um, and I, it was such a whirlwind. And so I, my mom's like, well, you need a wedding dress. And I was like, uh, clearly. So we went shopping and I went into uh, this store, Saks Fifth Avenue. They have like mm-hmm. a wedding bridal department. Mm-hmm. And I went to the top of this thing and I, it's like very fancy and you need an appointment. But I didn't have an appointment because I didn't have time to make an appointment. Anyway, right. I got there and I said to the lady and sh- and she's like, you don't have an appointment. I said, I know I don't, but I'm getting married in two months. And she said, well, we don't sell anything off the floor and it takes at least three months to get a dress. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, I'm freaking out. How am I going to do it? So then I thought, okay, I'll just go shopping around for just any random dress that's white mm-hmm. because, you know, sure, I've never been married before. And so I've never done it before. So I'm, you know, a white wearer. <laughs> Anyway, I go downstairs from the shopping we hung, your, we hung your sheet out the window the day after our wedding to prove to everyone. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Okay, anyway. Yeah. I went downstairs, and I'm, like, stressed, clearly, yeah. because she just told me I can't get a wedding dress. And right. I run into my friend Pam Pamela Adlon, who is mm-hmm. an actress, and she's been a friend of mine since we were little girls. And mm-hmm. she is... Uh, we gave each other big hugs. And she's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what are you doing here? I said, I'm shopping for my wedding dress. She's like, I'm shopping for an Emmy dress. And we were both super <laughs> excited. And then I said to her, I was like, if I had known I was getting married, I said, if I had known I was getting married this quickly, I wouldn't have been eating ice cream for the past five years in bed for dinner every single night. And she thought that was very funny. But anyway, she, I said, I can't find a wedding dress. Nobody's going to give me a wedding dress. And then she's like, there's this trippy store. Go there. So she told right. me to go to Morgan Le Fay, which is really far away. But I went and I walked in and I saw the dress. Wow. And I was like that. And so I mm-hmm. bought it. And so anyway, it's a dress that is um, like got, it's super tight. You know, it kind of like pushes your boobs up. You can't wear a bra with oh, it. Yeah. So they have like no, you can't. wire. And I've got <clears throat> a substantial situation up top. Russ Meyer-esque. <laughs> um, anyway, so there are these like, metal poles <laughs> i don't know what you call them it's like there's like steel bars holding up your big old boobies yeah um and at the very beginning of the night it looked so good on me and it was holding mm-hmm. me up and it was holding me in and everything was great and then by the end of the night what happened <laughs> well by the end of the night and and uh, it, there's a couple of pictures 
that were taken when you were posing with um, Questlove, like right before the collapse happened, where you could <laughs> see the that the metal is just bending, bending and your your breasts are just about to fall out, basically. <laughs> like, and and you had like, oh, I have to go, and like this, the like <laughs> we were watching a suspension bridge about to go, and you ran and put on some diaphanous hippie thing that didn't have any kind of, you know, me- but, but it was you, white. You, it was white, but but you your breasts basically bent metal like friggin' <laughs> Superman, like, you know, busting out of a cell or something. It was crazy. <laughs> I and, have super uh, boobs. <laughs> you got super boobs. I'm just so amazed that you got, I'm so happy that the store you bought your wedding dress from was called, is, is Morgan Le Fay a wedding store or it's just a dress shop? No, it's just, it's not, it's not a wedding store at all. It, in fact, when I walked in there, the dress I saw that I liked was black. Mm-hmm. And I tried it on, a, and I was like, "Ooh, I love this!" And they're like, "It comes in white, also." And I said, "That's what I need. I need a dress." And so, but I didn't get the dress until like a day before our wedding, and it looks. Oh, totally, I remember that. I remember and that. And it looks totally different in white than mm-hmm. it does in black. Like yes, I looked smoke and hot in the black one, and then the white one came, and I'm like, "Oh dear God, can I wear this? This is very uh, white, and my boobs well, are huge." You could wear it, but it was a Cinderella situation where it's like, get this off by midnight or <laughs> yeah. there will be more than one pumpkin uh, showing up. So it was <laughs> it was very fraught. Like, try to enjoy this. Look, it, it, it's the same thing as when there have been certain premieres and events that we've gone to where you're like, I just want to be photographed in this goddamn dress. And then I'm going to get this thing off me because this thing sucks. I, I look great in it, but I hate wearing it. Yeah. Walk the red carpet. As soon as you're off the red carpet, put your Birkenstocks back on. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a production of Meredith Salinger and Patton Oswalt. In association with Starburns Audio. Executive producers are Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. And if you have questions for us, send them to... Hey, did you get my text? At gmail.com. And don't forget, subscribe to this podcast. It's free, and it helps us get to keep making the show. 